At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare you always follow the money, follow the money. that's what i always say you always follow yeah, the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and polly howard on vcin Welcome back. Beeson has a great new offer that will make this your best betting year ever. Our new Big Game Big Dance Special provides all access to everything we do through April 5th. It's $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guide, full access to Beeson.com. Uh, one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year. Don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year. Beeson.com slash big deal to sign up today. Oh, yeah. So after yesterday, we do have a national title <laughs> to watch and yeah. bet on tonight in college football. And Paul Stone uh, was kind enough to join us every single week throughout the entire college football season. Professional Sports Better joins the program now. You can download his podcast. At, uh, it's Paul Stone Sports. He's on Twitter, at Paul Stone Sports. Uh, hey, buddy, good morning. Thanks for popping on today. I want to ask you this. Uh, going back to the SEC title game and what happened there, where it turned into a route for Alabama, how much of that were you, will you factor into like tonight's point spread and how you're going to like be betting this game? Well, you know, first of all, you know, the, the first game closed at uh, Georgia minus six and a half uh-huh. with a total of 49 and a half. And now we get that decisive uh, 41-24, I believe it was, victory by Alabama. And now, this morning, I believe there at Circa, we've got Georgia minus three at minus 105 with a total of 52 and a half. So, you know, I think if you look at Georgia's collective 14-game body of work is still slightly superior to Alabama's. You know, I think that's fair. And and I was actually talking uh, there at Circa as Alabama was dismantling Georgia uh, to a person there who I think is a really good handicapper. And and he was asking me who you think would be favored if they play again. And I said, I think Georgia's still going to be favored by less than a field goal. So I kind of like like where the number is. It's a very difficult game to handicap, in my opinion, uh, but, but to answer your question, in a lot of cases, I wouldn't consider it that much. But I just think with Alabama's recent track record against Georgia, you know, it's been said over and over the last uh, 10 days or so, but Alabama's won, you know, seven straight games over Georgia. Kirby Smart 0-4 against Saban. I mean, we could go through all those statistics. Sure. And at some point, you know, you kind of have to maybe let some of the more sophisticated handicapping techniques uh, go out the window, so to speak, and just say, hey, you know, maybe Alabama's inside Georgia's head. So that's what you got to be concerned about here. Uh, you know, Georgia's jumped off to some leads in a lot of these games that they've lost, and Alabama's come roaring back, and you just got to wonder, 
uh, if Georgia, uh, you know, if that monkey's uh, too big to get off their back. Sure. Well, all great points. You wonder if it plays in uh, Kirby's head, too. The, the, the last four meetings, they've led 71% of the time. They haven't won one of the games. Not one of them. Yeah, and I've, I've seen, you know, I saw a stat, and this kind of goes without saying based on what you just said, Paulie, but, you know, Georgia in those seven games has outscored Alabama in the first half. But I think Alabama, I can't remember the margin. I think it's like might be 60-something points in those seven games in the second half that Alabama's outscored Georgia. So it's just a – got to worry. I mean, you know, it's not golf, but I kind of use the analogy to golf. You know, if you're getting over three, three-and-a-half, four-footers and you get in a groove where you've got the yips and you're dismissing them every time, the next time you get over a three-and-a-half or four-footer again, it's hard to have the mentality that you're going to make it. You know, so you do have to wonder, uh, as much as they're going to prepare and as great a, as a team as they are, you have to wonder a little bit uh, if Georgia, uh, you know, is dealing with some uh, mm-hmm. some psychological issues when they go up against the Crimson Tide in these big game scenarios. Yeah, we totally agree. Uh, uh, one more thing about the first time they played. How big do you think it was for Georgia to actually see how Alabama was going to attack them? And I brought this up a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You've seen now Nick Saban the last two games, right? He pretty much knew that he had to use Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, to beat him through the air. But last, you know, their last game against Cincinnati, like, now we're just going to run the football all day long. So, like, he, you know, he's so good preparing for games. But for Georgia to actually watch what Bama did to them the first time and they could not stop it, how big do you think that is uh, for tonight? Well, I think, you know, Nick Saban's not going to have the exact same game plan as he did in the first game, first of all. But, I mean, they still are going to do – uh, what they do to unique op- opponents. And I don't think it was se- uh, a secret the first time. You know, it's difficult to beat Georgia running the football. Mm-hmm. That's the strength of their football team is that front four and even that defensive front seven and the entire defense if you want to go that far. So you're not going to run the football um, on, on Georgia consistently. The best way to beat them, is to, especially if you've got the athletes, is to, is to go uh, with the passing game and, and some of the vertical uh, passes that they went with. Jamison Williams had a huge game in the last, uh, the first meeting against Georgia. Alabama obviously not going to be with John Mechie the third tonight, which is a big, uh, a big absence for the Tide. But uh, you know they're, they're going to, they're going to go to the running. I mean the, the passing game again against Cincinnati. I mean that was just they had them outmatched. They knew they could just line up and run the ball at Cincinnati, and that was my thought going in as well. They're just everybody talks about the skill positions, but the disparity between teams in college football is most evident uh, when you do have a disparity in, in the trenches. And Alabama had that uh, advantage. They didn't have to get too fancy. They knew they could just line it up, you know, man versus man, and they could run the football on Cincy. But I think they'll pretty much uh, continue what they did in game one against Georgia. They're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, somebody besides Jamison uh, Williams is going to have to come up big and replace some of Mechie's production, and it'll be interesting to see how they approach that. But I think they're going to, you know, they're going to throw the ball a lot tonight against Georgia. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Paul Stone's our guest. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports. So then, ultimately, Paul, how do you think this game flows tonight? How do you think it uh, goes from start to finish? And uh, have you bet, uh, you know, the side here or the total in the game? I have. I bet uh, I'll just tell you kind of position I have in the game on the side and then what I would recommend at the, at the current number. I, I When the Final Four uh, playoff pairings were announced there on Sunday, December 5th, uh, I think a couple of days after I went to a 
new sports book there in Bolger City, Louisiana, about 100 miles from where I live here in Tyler, and they had look-ahead lines on all the potential national championship games, and they had Georgia and Alabama at pick. So just based on my feeling that the number was a little bit off, uh, I took Georgia at pick, and then I came back uh, a week or so later, and I've got Alabama plus three. So I'm kind of trying to arbitrage the side but I think Alabama plus three, uh, that's the side I would recommend today. Uh, you know, I just, again, you know, usually I'm a guy who's going to use a lot of fundamental handicapping techniques. Some people might consider it to be, you know, kind of a sophisticated approach. I'm going to look at yards per rush uh, versus defensive yards per rush. I'm going to look at yards per point. And, and in a tight, you know, you got a, a game with a low point spread uh, and a, a low total. I might even look at net p- uh, punting yards in that type of game because, the importance of field position, you know, is so important. But in my approach to this game, you know, again, I'm kind of a little bit less sophisticated, a little bit more of a square. Uh, you just wonder if Alabama's got Georgia's number, uh, and you're getting three points, so you don't even necessarily have to win the game to, uh, you know, to get the money. But my recommendation would be to take Alabama plus three. I'm surprised that hadn't disappeared, and I think before game time, I'm, I'm just thinking we're going to see universally two and a half. So my recommendation okay. would be to take Alabama plus three, and then a little bit, maybe half your unit on Alabama on the money line at plus money. Excellent. How did you end up doing in some of the contests out here this year? Well, I was in the Circus Survivor, and I got knocked out a few weeks ago. So A few uh, weeks ago? Yeah, I'm asked that a few weeks ago. You know, maybe now, maybe it was the third week. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a while back, um, and I can't remember what game it was. But, I, you know, I, I hung around a while. You know, I probably I think the field got – cut in half before I got uh, told to hit the door, but uh, that that contest was over fairly quickly. The Golden Nugget contest actually will end with tonight's game uh, between Alabama and Georgia, and I have Alabama plus three in that contest, and if I hit it, I think I'll go five and two, or I will go five and two on the week. They pay the top 20, uh, but I, I think I'm probably going to, I hadn't analyzed the whole field, but I think I'm probably going to end up a half point or a point out of the money. Oh. If I even hit that one tonight, so not gonna not gonna have any cashes this year, but uh, I'll be back next year, hopeful for better results. Alrighty, sir. Uh, we love to have you on every single week throughout the entire year. Good luck tonight, and thank you for the time. Same to you guys. I appreciate you having me on and uh, being with me each week and give me the opportunity to to visit with you guys. Love yeah. talking college football. Thank you. Be good. Thank you, sir. Okay, so the first time they played again, that was ten nothing Georgia right away. But Alabama actually led 24-17 at halftime. So and then they outscored him 17-7 in the second half. Young was great, had 421 yards in those three touchdowns. The Williams uh, touchdown was enormous. Oh, gigantic. Yep, for sure. He had seven for a buck 84 in that game and two touchdowns. God. So Robinson, only 16 carries, 55 yards. So like we've talked about, they, they know the Georgia defense huh? here is so good against the run that they didn't really attack him that much. Also keep in mind, uh, this tight end for Georgia, absolute stud, Brock Bowers. He scored the first touchdown of the game mm-hmm. against Michigan. He had ten for a buck thirty-nine and a score. So he was massive for Georgia, even though they eventually got beat. In terms of like player props, what could happen tonight? I think he's nine to one that I saw to score the first touchdown. I can see that. Yeah, I think that he would be an option for okay. Bennett down down close to the goal yeah. line. Can you put the tweet up again? That is so good. I mean, this is and you wonder. And Paul mentioned it about is it in their head and can. Just can't beat Saban, but they've played 240 minutes of football in their last four meetings. Georgia has either led or been tied 71% of the time. They're 0-4. 
It's it's lunacy. Yep. And going back. I, I would say this game yeah. reminds me a little bit of uh, it was Saban in the early years at Alabama SEC title game, and Urban Meyer was running that conference in the country at Florida, and. I think Tebow was still on the team. I could be wrong on that, but they were laying, like, I think six in the SEC title game, and it's like, okay, Florida's had their number. Saban probably a year or two away. They went there and steamrolled them. And that was like, yeah. okay, take notice now. Yeah. And it's been, they never look back. Totally flipped at that point. Up next, win some, lose some. And we'll recap some of the season-long bets that were available before the season kicked off in the NFL. And seriously, one of the weirdest player props and how it played out throughout the entire year. Details on that coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, huge tickets cashed again over the weekend. As always, first touchdown in the early window. The longest shot on the board, Jacksonville, 30-1. to The great race, as they were in the red zone at the same time, so was Green Bay. But Lawrence finds Treadwell in that cash. As most points on Sunday, Seattle was 40-1. to They score 38. Most points in a game Sunday, Seahawks, Cardinals, plus 550. That was a good sweat, too. Fewest points, Steelers, Ravens was 10-1. to Also the same as Washington and the Giants, 550. I believe the Giants' fewest points Sunday was 8-1, uh, to and uh, they score 7. To lead the league in passing yards before the year, Brady was 9-1. to To lead in rushing, Taylor was 9-1. to And in receiving, Cup was 66-1 to at some spots. And he finished with 1947. You know, 3rd and 9, McVay, why would we try to throw the ball and maybe find Cup? I mean, let's just run at them and then punt them. I mean, Agreed. you can end the game. I mean, why wouldn't you throw it? Give it a chance. They had a monster season. Locked to score two touchdowns. 
100 to 1 at Bet Rivers, as high as 125 to 1 other places. In the first half, he had that. Anytime touchdown was 9 to 1. Jackson, first touchdown in the Dallas game was 20 to 1. Anytime touchdown, 5 to 1. Watkins, last touchdown, 18 to 1. I wasn't expecting that. What, 51 to 26 in the Saturday night game? Dallas and Philly? Well, I mean, <laughs> Philly's playing their backups yeah, the know. entire time. Yeah. So it could have grabbed Dallas laying four. Oh, I know. That was, they did whatever they wanted in the second half. Dallas to win by 25. That bet Rivers was 17 to 1. Saturday afternoon, Kelsey first touchdown, 6 to 1. McKinnon anytime touchdown, plus 850. Last night, Renfro first touchdown, 12 to 1. The game over, 47 and a half up to 50. Flies over, 35 32. Jets, Bills under. Weather issues, 45 and a half down to 41 and a half, 27 10. Dallas from 2 and a half up to 7, and then settles at 4. In the total, 41 up to 46. They obliterate the Eagles. 49ers, 6 and a half down to 3. And the over, 44 and a half up to 47. They had to get it with the Saints win, 27 24. 17 nothing. I thought, thought it was over. Blowing them out. 17 nothing. Garoppolo throwing picks. Couldn't move the ball. Then the gaff before halftime. McVeigh goes shotgun third and one. They sack him. How do you not run the ball there? And then the Niners kick the field goal before halftime. Browns, one and a half to three. Then the Bengals went to three. And then they announced they're sitting everybody and some COVID issues. And the Browns go off six and a total from 44 down to 37. And the guest we had on Friday said, bet the under. Just want to run the ball and go home. Yep. 21-16 and very important two-point try that was unsuccessful. Uh, but the other thing was misleading. The Browns should have, should have routed them. I mean, a defensive touchdown for Cincinnati and also Keenum picked in the end zone too when they were driving. Mm-hmm. Two horrible decisions. Jacksonville, who's new, needs the points, right? From 16 down to 14. Uh, 26 to 11. They beat the Colts. Steelers from 6 down to 3. That was great theater. Uh, Huntley was terrible. Silly turnovers. The botch snap, a shotgun, two interceptions, one in the red zone. They tried to fake a punt from midfield. And uh, Ben's going to the playoffs. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast people, two good dog videos today. This one's great. And with the volume up, this video's awesome. He opens the door. The guy's in his doghouse, and he's not happy about it. He goes, what are you doing? I was taking a nap. Well, peace and quiet. He shuts the door. <laughs> I'm going back to sleep. Yeah, bug off. Yeah, give me and, right, right. I told you enough already. He almost slams the door. By the way, yeah, right. Yes, I told you. Leave me alone. <laughs> and this is a pool party. Everyone get in. Wiener party. At the, and, and everyone, a couple dogs go right in, jump in the pool with the cannonball. And the other guys are like, "That's eh, a feel out process." I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I haven't decided. One guy jumps in. <laughs> Look at the tail on all of them. I've never had a small dog in my life that likes water. Oh, yeah? Never once. Interesting. They've always hated water. The beagles? We have two beagles afraid of the water. Oh, yeah? The husky liked it. That was... Oh, I, big, big dogs, I think, Yeah. usually like it a lot more than smaller dogs. Yeah. Okay. Lose some bears from six down to three and a half. Lost by 14. Led 17 to three. Yeah. 
and the Cousins and the Vikings and Jefferson were great in the second half. Packers plus two went off a four-point favorite, and the Lions win the game. And one lose some tweet. This is bad. I can't. Every scenario you threw out Friday, even Monday, I dismissed because it involved the Colts' loss. But now with the, let's look. Let's reflect on the trade. The hurt the uh, Wednesday. The uh, Colts get Wentz. The Eagles get a top 25 pick, a third-round pick, get rid of $100 million in cap relief. Eagles are in, Colts are out. And as Bob Kravitz said from Indianapolis, he was brought in to help save and solidify the quarterback position. He made it worse. Yeah, he really did. He did. Because yep. of what he makes and how bad he was. That is embarrassing, Paulie, what, what happened yesterday. That team would have been better off with one more year of Phillip Rivers. Oh, absolutely. There's no question in my mind. I mean, that sequence there, it's they're not out of it. It's still 13-3 to in the third quarter. He fumbles. They go three and out, and then he throws an interception. Mm-hmm. You were routed by a team that just lost 50-10. to A huh. uh, couple bad beats. Chargers first half, playing two and a half or money line last night. They have the lead. It's late in the half. It's third and 23. The Raiders run a draw, give up play. They get the first down. They run the ball and get it. And then two plays later, the 41-yard P.I. call that sets them up at the one-yard line, which is one of the worst P.I. calls you're ever going to see. I mean, the ball is 20 yards away from Jones. And that that's uh, that was another thing. It was a soccer flop. I don't know what Chris Harris is doing. Right. But the Jones is, like, you brush them, and it goes like this. J- Jones is like. Throw the flag on that. Jones is like approaching like the middle of the end zone area. Uh, yeah. And the ball is thrown over by like the pylon. And they still called it pass interference. And oh, by the way, because of the silly rules, 41-yard penalty, your ball now at the one-yard line. Jones is on, in the Raiders, painted Raiders in the end zone. He's on the eye. Jones. The ball was thrown to the almost out of bounds to the corner of the left side. Correct, yeah. They threw a flag. It's a spot foul. Yeah. Like they, they they handed they did to themselves. But the Raiders were handed 14 points with that call and then the stupid fumble on the on the punt. Jets plus 16 and a half. It's 13 to 10 with 8 minutes left. Bills get the money. And the cheat the Colts, excuse me, the Colts over their win total. Nine and a half. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't beat Jacksonville. Win an in scenario, right? Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250 match. Learn more at betrivers.com. Okay. Um, well, I was going to save this, but we're getting now multiple reports, breaking news in the NFL today. Oh, there it is. A couple of coaches now have gotten fired, and one team actually fired the GM as well. Uh, according to reports, the Vikings fired GM Rick Spielman. And they Ooh. also said goodbye to Mike Zimmer. Oh, they're cleaning. They cleaned house. Cleaning house. Ooh. It's a fresh start in Minnesota. Both guys are gone. And then moments ago, uh, I don't think this surprises many people, but the Bears are also parting ways with, ways with Matt Nagy. So next year in the NFC North, that division is going to look, uh, look a lot different than what it has now over the last four or five years. Mm. Who else is going? Well, Fangio got it yesterday. That's three. You think Judge might get whacked? I could see him getting it. I think the last Who else the is last there? seven days for Judge. That bizarre press conference, uh, the lies, and then a quarterback 
sneak on third and nine and it's seven points again. Eh, yeah. Yep. Cauley's an interesting one because there were reports that he was he's he's not making it. There were reports yesterday that he's not coming back. Which what's he supposed to do? Look at the hand he was dealt. I mean, what they played hard down the stretch, right? Because you have to think that they went in the season, went into the season knowing how bad it was going to be because they were mm-hmm. not going to do anything with Deshaun Watson, uh-huh. and yet they actually won somehow, some way, won four games. Don't have a lot of talent. They're kind of up against it and uh, played that well for them yeah. late. I- I'd say that's pretty impressive. There were also reports that yesterday that Pete Carroll was in trouble. Yeah, but then Lombardi's right. He seemed to be in a good which, mood, and again, and then they they went went out won the games, which he should be in trouble. Uh, yes, he should. Right. That's a stale. That's a st- Sherman said that three four years ago. It's the same message. Correct. <laughs> yep. All right. Follow the money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Uh, our in pocket plays are coming up next. Well, we're betting today and maybe this week, and I promise I'm going to get to this. Uh, how one player prop unfolded throughout the entire year was crazy, and then for the player to actually win the bet. Unreal. Details on that coming up next. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Here we go. In pocket plays. Uh, yesterday in the NFL in this segment. Uh, loser Saints Falcons under. That was 40. Uh, 24 to 6 at halftime. No chance. That, th- that game flew over. Last night I was on the Raiders plus 3. What an unbelievable game to watch. Oh, the second half and then the overtime, the whole. I can't believe what I was watching. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to end. Fourth and 21, touchdown. The fourth down conversions, get it. Fourth down holding call on Cook. Final play of the game, touchdown. Are they going to take the tie? What's going to happen? How are they going to treat overtime? Field goal, field goal. And then, oh, that everything. Yep. Everything. That was four hours of television that will be very hard to duplicate, like moving forward. All the ramifications on the line, right? The thought of a tie, how sports books were going to get the shovel upside the head last night. Oh, I can't believe Several that. millions of dollars at yep. like almost every sports book. Well, yep. a lot of them anyway. Yep. Uh, put, uh, I forgot to put that in win some too. There was a better in who had a thousand dollars on Jacksonville money line with the Sunday night game to be tied after regulation. Paid one hundred and fifteen thousand. Yeah. yeah, good for him. And uh, the Dave, the David Purdom story. It would have been the most expensive tie in NFL betting uh-huh. history. They were on the hook for millions if the game ended in a tie. That Staley calls the timeout oh. and got that. Yeah. Wow. Did you see that? Did there you, is some major breaking news right now. You believe that? Miami? Yeah. They fired Brian they Flores. Fired, they fired Flores. Oh, there's got to be something behind the scenes here. Say what? Oh. Is that? They went nine and eight, right? Did they go nine and eight? Oh, you know what it is? What? Harbaugh? Yes. You think they're going to hire Harbaugh? Uh, that's immediately what some of the my, my, um, here you go with media talking about this now. Remember no. this? They're just well, they're, they're pointing out. They're pointing out. Uh, 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 he guy went Stephen to Michigan. Ross, yes. Okay. Huge Michigan sh- uh, supporter, alum, and so that's who he's going to go after. They were one and seven. They finished nine and eight. They fired him. Wow. There's your surprise. There Who's going to get it? Was he on the radar to get canned? 
No, there's no way he was. If you can find right now, what is what does Ross can offer Harbaugh? If you can find in betting markets, right? Harbaugh to be the next coach coach of the Dolphins. Take a peek at that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. I'm in the penalty box. It was uh, pathetic. Uh, two chances with the uh, the partner here. Yeah. Uh, the cash. And I'm on Bama tonight. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Three. I thought That's you were my, yeah. my apologies. Loser with the Chargers. Got a better number, but no good. Ravens. I'd like the Ravens. I thought it was a bad spot for the Steelers. Huntley, horrible. Uh, Rams. I still can't believe how they lost that game. 17 nothing. I know. I'm going to blow them out. Hill gets injured in the second quarter. Of course, The right? prop loses and the total loses as well. So, horrible. Horrible weekend. In Pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. So, let me run this uh, player prop and how it unfolded throughout the entire year by you. Um... So this was, you know, some books will leave numbers up on the board after like week one. So there okay. was a player prop that I was told, um, at least in the Midwest, could have been other books, who knows. And the the two players involved were Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. So after week one, when Judy goes down with the injury, and you know that he's going to be out like six to eight weeks, right? They, they, that's what every single report said, the guy could miss like two months. They left it up on the board. Who's going to have more receiving yards, Henry Ruggs or Jerry Judy? So I have a friend who noticed it, and he's like, uh, what? He's missing like the next two months? Of course I'm going to bet Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, when that incident happened earlier this year, or last year now, he left with 409, I'm sorry, 469 receiving yards. Judy, down the stretch, had 30 yards over the weekend. He missed the game in Week 17 because of COVID. Put it all together, he landed 467 yards. So this person obviously bet rugs because they left it up on the board. Judy was going to be out for who knows how long. And then that happens to Ruggs, oh my and God. he gave up on the bet. He's like, of, of course. course. Of course, I'm going to lose this thing. He gave up. He was going through his bets yesterday. Winner. <laughs> By two yards. Are you kidding me? Oh. Uh. That's absolutely wild. Mm. Oh, uh, by the way, did you see this? I can't this? believe that. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's oh. incredible. Did you see this then? According to Chris Mortensen, he tweeted this oh, out yesterday. I, oh, I know where you're going. Anyone trying to move Matt Ryan to Pittsburgh as Big Ben's successor can put that speculation <laughs> to rest. Of course. Why not? You got to bring him back, right? Oh. He said that uh, Falcons coach Arthur Smith wanted Ryan to return when he took the job. And he has made it clear to owner Arthur Blank and GM Teddy Fontenot that Ryan is the quarterback, his quarterback for 2022. So, now what? In the draft. Because they had a chance at number four last year to do something, and they never did. I know. And now they want to go back and battle with uh, Matt Ryan as their guy? They don't have a high pick either. They they, uh, somehow won seven games. Yeah, That's a scary thing. You got false hope. All their numbers. So what, 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 if the if the the one score games had gone against them, like every what, two and fourteen, sure. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Football Outsiders had them like twenty eighth and twenty ninth in offense and defense. It's like it's they were outscored this year big time. Yep. They were they were routed yesterday. They scored with like a minute less than a minute left to make it thirty to twenty. It's oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe you can't be serious. Come on, <laughs> should have moved on from them years ago. Uh, Jay Glazer just tweeted, I mentioned uh, I was hearing Flores could be 
surprise hot seat guy on a show we did yesterday. But also added it would be uh, so short-sighted of them to do so, but they did it anyway. I can't believe the Harbaugh stuff, though. Why you just, I wonder if did, you go to the playoff? Um, what was he ticked off at the pay cut? That's not that's not him. He no, said because it's just money. He said I don't it was okay what, by it. I don't. No, and he gave a bunch of like his bonus money, or not they, even a bunch right, of it, all with, of it back to people who were laid off, but because of the pandemic. That's weird timing, though. If you think you'd move on, it'd be when it wasn't going well. You you went to the playoff. Brian Flores fired. Oh. That is just of all the guys that you could have, you know, talked about as a surprise axe job today. Maybe you mentioned this guy, but it would, on a scale from like one to ten, to be surprised, it would have been like a nine point six. Well, let's be. It doesn't. It didn't go well in Michigan either. I mean, that that oh. was. Look at his record in rivalry games. He finally exercised the demons against Ohio State, but he's correct. He's zero two against Tucker. Mm-hmm. He didn't well do well against Michigan State. He's what one and six against Ohio State. God, I'm well, not so sure. I'd rather I I'd take Flores. I think I'd keep, because now you have to give him so much money. Well, Brian, Brian Flores is going to oh, absolutely. land on his feet somewhere. In fact, I mean, I can't believe that. Of all these other openings, and if you missed it, by the way, the Vikings now, they fired their GM and head coach like in the last 10 minutes. So Spielman and Zimmer are both gone. Nagy got the axe for Chicago. I think Flores is one of the first guys that you call. Oh. Look, I mean, the reaction is just incredible right now on Twitter. Flores gets fired and the judge is still employed. Sure. Well, what's the world coming to? And Arthur Smith wants to go with Matt Ryan for <laughs> one more year. Oh. That's wild. I mean, he was, before they lost to Senate, uh, to Tennessee, he was back down to like 20-1 to 1 to win Coach of the Year, Flores. I wonder what his odds were to get fired overall. Here's a tweet, Ian Rappaport. Flores was a significant reason why Watson wanted to be in Miami. Now that situation has changed. Yeah, no kidding. Yep. Uh, other, other, other reports of a power struggle between him and the GM. And other Miami media now ch- chiming in saying the watch has begun for Harbaugh. Uh, more common. That's I think, I think uh, there's more common. Well, if put it this way, if Brian Flores <laughs> is fired this morning, how many? Wh- right? I mean, how many other guys could actually be surprises? But then again, you might have to have a, co- a perfect combination of a, you know, a billionaire owner who loves his college so much that he wants to go make a run at Jim Harbaugh now. I'm surprised. I can't believe rules coming back. I mean, the reports were there was he's embarrassed. He yeah. gave him sixty million dollars. Yep. I mean, how bad is that team bed down a stretch? They, they, they went, uh, yeah, they closed 0-7 straight up in ATS, I believe. That is that is baffling. I would say, I mean, oh. I, li- I like Harbaugh. I really do. Sure. I would be very careful what you wish for. And, and maybe he can go there in Miami and he can, you know, turn Tua into one hell of a quarterback. I don't know. And make make the next jump, make the next leap in that division and become a perennial playoff team. Well, admit, well the other thing is Michigan be open. Who's going to get the Michigan job? No, that's if it, that yeah. happens. If sure, that happens, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Some, someone probably you have another new coach and just take off again. Yep. Andrew Brand with the tweet. Dan Campbell oh. is now the second longest tenured coach in the NFC North. <laughs> sure. And you think Rodgers wants to lead that division anytime soon? 
Oh, God. Up next, we will go over the opening point spreads, the totals for round one of the NFL playoffs coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Join the playoffs action with the Supercuts Fantasy Super Series. Play free fantasy football and basketball in this eight-part contest series to compete for a cut of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Supercuts. Now to get in on the action, it's not just the uh, any haircut. It's Supercuts, terms and conditions, and other eligibility Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Man, it's coming down. Oh, the Bears fired pace, too. The GM. Cleaning house. I, I think Chicago is dancing today. Yep. The other thing, uh, thanks to Bill, uh, I was watching the pregame, but I couldn't. he sent in the tweet. Jay Glazer reported yesterday that Nagy was going to go, Zimmer was going to go, and Cully was going to go. He had the list of out. And okay. They were all in the, yeah. So that's. The other thing, Har- Harbaugh's up for three jobs now with the rumors. He was coming here. The Bears wanted him. Now he's supposed to go to Miami because they fire Flores. Lombardi had a good tweet, too, two seconds ago. Flores is out. The GM stays, but the GM took two over Herbert. Yep. I mean, okay, so this is other media reports now. Jeff Darlington, who is close to the Dolphin situation, he tweeted out, the decision to fire Flores could be summed up with one word, relationships. His relationship with Greer and Tua had deteriorated to a pretty bad place, along with constant staff changes. Owner Steve Ross no longer saw Flores as a healthy fit in Miami. Kevin uh, Seifert then responded by saying, the Dolphins are not targeting Jim Harbaugh. And that's per Darlington. Oh! Darlington, yep. While I realize many are assuming Flores' departure is tied to Harbaugh's potential availability, I can assure you that is not the case. The Dolphins are not targeting Jim Harbaugh per sources. The decision to fire Flores is entirely independent. Uh, independent. That's Jeff Darlington, who lives in that area and is very close to Miami. The guy, Dolphins. Guy started one and seven. They finished nine and eight. They just beat the Patriots, and still Joe Judge has a job. Uh well, <laughs> g- give it give it another minute or so, because <laughs> we could get some more news here before the Man. show ends. Actually, 
Um, we did get some awful news yesterday Ugh. in uh, the sports betting community and broadcaster in general. Our friend, many of you probably know the name Brian Blessing. Uh, he passed away unexpectedly uh, yesterday. Um, and I can say this about Brian. Just by reading the reaction on Twitter, the amount of lives that he positively impacted over his career and over his you know, years on this planet will tell you exactly what kind of guy he is. Always with a smile on his face. Yeah. Always joking around. Super nice. Um, That's his line. I always hounds breakfast. Hounds breakfast. One foot on the banana peel, one on a grave, whatever. I mean, he's great one-liners. Great guy. Always in a good mood. Been on the show many times. Great with golf. Huge hockey fan. Buffalo guy. Yeah. So he's a he's a legend back in Buffalo. I mean, how many times does this happen when like media members they move and switch jobs all the time? The Buffalo Brian Blessing was out in Las Vegas for what sixteen, seventeen years probably. The Buffalo Sabers tweeted out their condolences yesterday. Oh. He, he hasn't been in Buffalo in how long? Oh, I mean, what does that tell you about the yeah. impact that he left on a region, and yeah. a territory, and um, just and Kenny White who came onto this during the college football season, their best friends absolutely gutted. When I was told the news yesterday during the football when it was going on the NFL, I almost uh, I I, I mean I did like a triple take. I thought I was going to faint. I couldn't believe it. One of the nicest... I saw, I saw Matt Eumann's tweet. I, I, I said, this can't be. Oh, I, I, that's why I just I shook my head. I'm like, Brian? There's no way, Brian. And this is... He's a, he would always reach out. And when I would see him in person, hey, buddy, we live next to each other now. Why don't we go get lunch and have a beer sometime? Of course. Yeah, no problem. How many times do you think we actually reached out? Or I reached out and said, hey, it's 12 o'clock right now. I'm Friday. I'm off. Why don't we get a beer and go have some lunch together? Yeah. I just hate myself for it. Don't remind me. I'd the same way. Called me all the time. Come on, just want to talk hockey with you. Didn't can do it. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> he was always there for me and I just uh, you know always and for person. so many people. He was yeah. never in a bad uh, mood. No. Ever. Uh one of my favorite interviews. I he was Brian Blessing. You have to Google it cuz it's, you know, it's it's going back. He was at the Clint Malarchuk game oh, yeah. with his son. The incident him telling the story, he worked for doing TV in Buffalo. I mean, the guy dies on the ice if he's at the other end of the rink. And all we tell, and he, and, and he knew Malarchuk, and just telling the story about what are you thinking? And arm, a former Army vet medic saved his life, and um, because what were you thinking, Malarchuk? He goes, I just don't want to die on live television. My mom was watching the game. His right. jugular was cut by a skate. And right, if he was on the other side of the ice, he dies. He's gone. He bleeds so. out. Uh huh. And blessing was there. We also uh, interviewed. We, we we met him once. It was a fun interview. Uh, we lost Bob Saget too, and and the thing, uh, Bob Saget, great career, but the thing about Bob Saget, Full House, and playing the straight guy in America's Funniest Home Videos, sure. guy was a filthy comedian. Oh my god! His act. I mean, what that oh, guy was like in Friends with Norm Macdonald, and it was just like I telling see. dirty jokes. And Bob Saget's act was the exact opposite of. What was the character? Danny, whatever it was on Full House? Yeah, was it um, Tanner? Danny, was Mr. Danny Tanner? Tanner? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. yeah. yeah. He, so I saw him a bunch of times out here in Las Vegas, and the first time you ever see Bob Saget, your reaction is like you're looking around like, <laughs> yeah. this is him? Bob Saget. This is the guy from Dirty Full House. Dirty comedian. Dirty. It's filthy. Yeah. The, the amount of bombs that he drops in like uh-huh. a half an hour, like I don't think any comedian can hold the candle to him. Uh-huh. And he was 65 years old, and he just performed in Orlando and he tweeted out like a photo. It's, I have that great feeling again. It's good to be back. Did like two hours. 
the night before. All right. Humans will have, yeah, humans uh, talk about Brian tomorrow as well. Well, I uh, mean. No easy way yeah. to segue either. Uh, no, well, there is this. He was a gigantic Bills guy. Yeah. So for yeah, Brian, Brian, the I'm Bills go on a massive run now. That's right. Oh, good, yeah, right. Uh, Jiggy Jack. Whoa. Jiggy Jack went 27-63 and 63 ATS to win the booby prize, $100,000. I mean, that was a runaway. That was a wire job. Yeah. But that guy did. Actually, he had a winning record Sunday. I can't believe it. He went three and two. Needs to be an investigation. <laughs> now that happened. Twenty-seven and sixty-three ATS. The guy went. Huh, stunning. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars. Good for him. There you go. Right. And just uh, the the be here all weekend. What am What is like? You get to see Derek celebrating with five millionaires, courtesy of Survivor. And Billy's in studio tomorrow. He wins one point five million. Again, don't do what he did. We don't recommend it. Life changing money. Lock in a profit. Uh, actually put more on Kansas City uh, the alt line. But they're down. They're going to be down eight points. Broncos going in. And then the fumble, scoop and score the other way. And Chiefs hold on. Yep, yep. And then everyone went. Washington wins. Tampa wins. The other one, other uh, contest uh, contestant, excuse me, had uh, Kansas City. Tampa. Oh, which one am I missing? Tennessee, you know, you mentioned I mentioned Tennessee. Yep, yep. They, they, yep. All those games got hairy there in the second half. Okay, so I'm looking at the Rams right now. They're up to like four and a half at most spots on Arizona. That's going to be the Monday night game in the playoffs. So if chalk holds in the NFC, we'll get Dallas at Tampa Bay and then the Rams at Green Bay. Would you like the Rams' chances this time around to go there and actually win with <laughs> Matthew Stafford as their quarterback? No, you don't have to ask me. I live and breathe, my friend. I live and breathe. I watched the first meeting. And I've watched the last, well, yeah, this whole career. 12 years. And even the last, I'm just watching the game yesterday. I go, I can't believe in a contest with a lot on the line, I go, give me this guy. In pocket, contest, everything. Huh? Somehow I got lucky and cast a division ticket because Arizona vomited on themselves. But this guy, it's just, he had one of the best wide receivers in NFL history for half his career. And all people do is make excuses from him for him. I mean, all it is, it's just horrible decision, horrible decision. Ooh, I just, pick six in the first meeting, and then McVay was terrible yesterday. Yeah. Terrible. Well, I can't believe that he ran it right into the line three times right, before right. overtime. I mean, and that tells you a lot about Stafford. I guess. I mean, you because, have Cooper Cup. You can't run. Yeah. Who's a better route runner than that guy? Third and eight. You get the division. You're the two seed. Now nah, run the ball. You're not exactly slowing down the 49ers in the second no, half of that no. game. No, you're not. Okay. Um, Dallas Tampa Bay would be pretty sexy, huh? That'd be the two three. That would be okay. Yes, that would be something. A rematch yeah. to start it. Niners Tampa. Well, Niners, Niners would actually Niners, play. Niners go to Lambo. The Lambo in that under that scenario. Then a lot of rematches. Round three in Buffalo should get snow Saturday night. Correct. Going to be cold. I'm with you. You should, uh, you made sense. You should have flipped it. Pittsburgh Kansas City should have been a Monday night. Yep. Sunday night should have been the Arizona game. Yep. But good. It, this worked out for Arizona. Maybe they've lost five in a row at home. <laughs> The joke. Yeah, uh, they're. I mean, that's what four to the last five. Though in general, they're really they they hit a wall. Yeah. They really did. Don't forget, Vsin has programming like this live all day long, every single day with live programming, previewing, reacting to, and recapping tonight's college national championship between Georgia and Alabama. Head to vsin.com for the full schedule and to see all of the places you can watch us now. All right, full week of this stuff. Discussing oh, the NFL playoffs. What a weekend. What a day yesterday. 
three overtime games, the Pittsburgh finish, the San Francisco finish, the Sunday night finish, tie, no tie, we're both going to get in, what's going to happen? Down 15, late, fourth and 21, at it all. Michaels was speechless. Do we get another surprise firing today in the NFL? Brian Flores out, Mike Zimmer out, Matt Nagy out so far. Did not see the Flores one coming. Wow. Off a win. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 